0: said come to me all you who are weary and heavy burdened and I will give you rest not only will God give us rest from all the labors that we have but God gives us rest in our mind and our heart bring to God all of your burdens this morning as we come to God in confession gracious God our sins are too heavy to carry too real to hide and too deep to undo, forgive what our lips tremble to name, what our hearts can no longer bear. We stand in need of your grace, and yet we resist it. Set us free from a past that we cannot change. Open to us a future in which we can be changed and grant us grace to grow more and more in your likeness and image. Through Jesus Christ, the light of the world, we pray. Amen. Blessed God, we pray that you might hear us, even as we each lift up the prayers in our heart in this time of silence. Hear us, O God. amen today friends i bring you great tidings of great joy because unto us a savior has been born and that savior jesus christ has forgiven us in the name of jesus christ we are forgiven thanks be to god
1: to invite the children to join me up front, and if you're an adult sitting on the center aisle, if you could sign and pass those friendship pads to let us know you're here, you'll also note that there are these yellow connection cards where you can put prayer requests or updates that go to the church staff, the clergy, the deacons, and you can put them in the offering plate at the time of the offering. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I love hearing all this music. There's so many singers, and there's so many people playing instruments. Yeah, right? Me too. I'm I'm right there with you. And there's one particular word that's getting repeated a lot today. I'm going to give you a hint. What word am I leaving out here? you ready? Mm, To the world, the Lord is come. Anybody? Yes, joy. It's joy. Joy. Joy is being said so much. And one of the things I think is kind of amazing about Jesus, Jesus brings joy to people no matter how old they are. They can be really, really young. They can be really, really old. He brought joy even from the time when he was a little baby. And I have a couple clues for you of the people who he brought joy to. This is one. Yes. The shepherds. The shepherds were so, so, so joyful to hear that Jesus was born, and they went and visited him, right? But there's also somebody else who was joyful who was singing to the shepherds. The angels, the angels were overjoyed to announce Jesus' birth. And there are also some people who traveled a very long way and perhaps brought something that looks a little like this. Yes. Yep, the three kings, the three wise men. And then there's one more person Course, his parents, right? Mary and Joseph. Yeah, do you have someone? Real. <laughs> You're right. I'm not saying fair, I'm saying angels and messengers of God. And then there's also somebody. I wonder if you guys can guess who was the youngest person to show joy over Jesus' birth? Yes. She's thinking about it. We'll, we'll check in with you while she's thinking. You know, Jesus was happy to be born. I bet you he was, because he had a really important mission. Yeah? The animals, you know, that's a good guess. Maybe there was a baby lamb or something. But I think there's someone even younger, and I'll tell you. I'll give you a little hint. So Mary, when she had Jesus in her tummy, her tummy gets big, right? She went and visited her cousin, who also had a baby in her tummy. And that baby was named, anybody know? John, he came to be known as John the Baptist. And when Mary came in, Elizabeth, her cousin, felt that baby leap for joy in her tummy at the fact that Mary had come in with Jesus in her tummy. Isn't that great? That's like the, it's got to be the youngest person to show joy, don't you think? Not even born yet and already leaping for joy. That's the kind of joy that Jesus causes. And so I pray that Jesus will bring that joy to us all our lives and that we can bring that joy to others as well. Let's fold our hands, bow our heads, and repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for the joy that comes with the birth of your son Jesus. May we receive it in our hearts now and always. Amen.
2: Listen to Christmas. Can you hear it? We can hear it in God's voice, the sounds of creation, of prophets foretelling Christ's birth, noisy travelers on their way to Bethlehem for a census, angels announcing the coming of the Messiah, saying, do not be afraid, and the footsteps of shepherds hurrying to the manger, the caravan of the wise men.
0: come. Join the voices of Christmas, but before we speak to proclaim God's unspeakable gift, let's listen.
2: Once upon a Christmas, right now in fact, we go back to the beginning of things. We come to a manger, an unlikely place, a manger, a rickety shed or perhaps a damp cave But whatever it was like, Jesus was born in a spot that was so undignified as to be almost unbelievable, except that it shines with magnificence because the Father has chosen it for his Son's birthplace.
0: There we stop, we look, and above all things, we listen. We seek a sacred silence in which we hear the secrets of this special place and this momentous season. We seek the message of the manger. Gloria Gloria, in in excelsis excelsis Deo. Deo. Come come and and worship the newborn newborn king. king. Imagine the feelings of God's ancient people as the first century was about to dawn. They had been released from exile four centuries earlier. They had seemingly sprung from the frying pan only to land in the fire. For now they were occupied by pagan Roman forces. They lived in a dark world with little hope.
2: Their one hope was that a Messiah would come. Isaiah had predicted that a royal ruler would appear. He had written, for unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders.
0: Yet even as the godly yearned and despaired, God was soon to fulfill his promise. God had a glorious surprise for the world. One that they might have guessed if they had listened from the heart to those poetic visions.
2: We weigh our doubts against the certainty that God always keeps his promises. <laughs>
0: God's chosen people had waited for a promised Messiah. Then Jesus came. He came to all the world through a humble servant, Mary, who sang for joy when she was visited by the angel.
2: Yet, in those days, her condition, once it was noticeable, would not be cause for celebration. It immediately threatened her engagement to Joseph, a man she dearly loved. But Mary seemed to remain intent upon the Spirit's promise.
0: God had a plan. God was setting things in motion. Mary threw herself into God's arms and divine providence. The birth of Jesus came about cloaked in mystery, hidden and unexplained. But Mary sang from her soul a song of joy and celebration in the face of this divine mystery.
2: We need to listen, not just to what is said, but who says it, and to whom it is addressed. In this case, it was a single angel who calmed the fears of his hearers and said, Do not not be be afraid. afraid.
0: I bring bring you you good news news of great great joy
2: that will will be for for all people."
0: people. He isn't predicting something in the future, but an event about to happen today.
2: Today in in the the town town of of David, David.
0: a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This This will will be a a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger.
2: This anonymous herald is soon joined by a multitude of angels who excitedly proclaim, Glory Glory to to God God in in the the highest
0: and and on on earth. Peace Peace to to all on whom whom he favors. favors. Once the shepherds recover from this startling encounter, they rush off searching for the cattle shed and the improvised cradle in a manger.
2: There There, they they worship worship the the tiny tiny new life
0: that that has come come to change the world.
2: He is our joy.
0: He is our our delight. Come and worship the the King. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
2: Listen now to the voice of Mary.
0: At first, he was a tiny spark within me. And for nine long months, I knew the daily reality that he was growing inside of me. Joseph and I struggled to bring him safely into the world in this unlikely shelter. Now I am both tired and elated. He sleeps and feeds and needs changing like any other infant. And yet, as I hold him in my arms, I know that of all children born, he is the most unique. I look at this child's eyes and realize that, in time, those eyes will glare in opposition to evil and glow with kindness of God's love. I notice his tiny hands and somehow know that when he is grown, they will, like his earthly father's hands, Shape beams and plows and mend all sorts of broken things, even broken lives. Light penetrates the stable's gloom. People, young and old, are pressing shyly into our tiny space. They are eager to see our infant son. Our first visitors are shepherds. They place a pet lamb before Jesus and kneel silently. Joseph and I are common folk, and so are they. Our little prince is their prince, too. He's ordinary, and yet he's extraordinary. Listen to the voice of an ancient wise man.
2: At first, it was the stars. That's all that really mattered to us. We're rich, and affluence has given us the leisure to amass libraries about astronomy and astrology and the ability to correspond with the scholars at the great centers of learning, such as Alexandria and Athens. But when we saw this star more like a meteor that streaks very slowly across the heavens, and we began to ponder its movement, we realized it was not just announcing some momentous event, but rather was inviting us to be present when and where it occurred. It was as if a divine finger had been pointing to us and commanding us to follow its light. Writers in the Jewish Torah gave hints to solving its mystery indicating the arrival of a great prince. Even though we are thought of as wise men, we naively asked an audience of King Herod since this prince would be the heir of his kingdom. Surely this child would pose problems for him. Herod welcomed us with feigned warmth, seeming excited by the story of our journey He asked us to send word to him so so that he too could join us in honoring this strange young prince. Yet, we left with the suspicion that Herod was almost too eager to help us. This was at odds with his reputation as an oppressive tyrant. The star kept urging us forward to see this one foretold. I want you to know this isn't a free concert. (laughs) It isn't free because we do owe some of these people some money. (laughs) But most of these people do this as a gift. If you were to hear something like this down at Disney Hall, you would pay a fair sum. But you can't buy what we're experiencing this morning. Because this isn't a concert. This is a Christian community, a church in worship. And the reason this isn't a free concert is because this is a gift. It's a gift to worship. And to worship with such beauty and elegance, with such meaning and significance, is a gift. In response to this gift, you, too, are invited to give. So give generously so that this gift that we give to our community and to our world will continue for a long time to come. Will the ushers please come forward as we receive your gifts, your offerings, and your tithes?
0: The cold and foul-smelling stable in Bethlehem, Jesus' presence was like a dazzling jewel placed in a setting of tin. The guests God invited to see him represented the full spectrum of society, from wealthy intellectuals to lowly shepherds.
2: The few touches of grandeur were the luminous star itself and the chorus of angels who sang the glad news of peace on earth.
0: Much of Christian art through the ages attempts to beautify this darkness of this event. It seems to white out the shadows caused by Herod's cruelty and by the lack of hospitality at Mary and Joseph's arrival in Bethlehem.
2: When God does his best, evil does its worst. When light enters the world, darkness threatens it. But light always wins, and that is the finale of the Christmas story. It is also the prologue to the greatest story ever told of the greatest life ever lived. That's why we sing joy to the world. heard the voices of Christmas listen to Christmas
0: we renew our commitment commitment to to respond respond anew anew to the message message of of the manger manger.
2: we will repeat the sounding joy of the message of Christmas to everyone we see as we celebrate the joy it brings
0: Jesus Jesus is is our our joy joy. Jesus Jesus is is our our peace. peace may the light he brings illuminate us our families our friends, the world.
2: May we go now in joy, blessing others with the truth of his grace. because this is not a concert or a performance, it is worship, and yet we can give thanks to God for the gifts and talents given to this choir and to these instrumentalists, and we can thank them for their sharing their gifts so wondrously with with us this morning. So let's do that by putting our hands together and thanking God.